Aloha and welcome back. This is part two of the Hawaii saga, but this saga is taking a, a pretty good turn up because we're going to talk about Timmy Chang. And even though, like we said in part one, he wasn't everybody's first choice. Um, he was Matlin's first choice, I guess, but he wasn't the fans, probably the, the, the majority of the fans, we would easily say he wasn't the first choice, but he is one of us. He is somebody that we know. He is somebody that is from Hawaii, is a local person that knows how important our culture is. So already that's a win for us. Let's let's start there. But at the same time, uh, Coach Timmy Chang is now um, assembling a roster and bringing in uh, recruits that are starting to get people excited, at least the fans who are sticking around. So we're going to talk about that. But of course, we got to bring in our guys again. That's our own Shane Lalohead Agno. What's up, Shane? What's up, brotherhood? The brotherhood uh, is strong right now. We got our own Sean Iman. What's up, Sean? How's it going, Warrior Nation? What's up, guys? So today, 15 players were added to the Hawaii football roster. Uh, we're going to talk about each of them. Uh, if you also have a chance, go to hisportsfans.com and leave a $100 deposit because you can see some of these guys on the field at Michigan next year with me and Sean and and some of our Hawaii sports fans that are going to be there in Ann Arbor, Michigan to see UH again uh, in the big house. We were there uh, in 2016. So six years ago, uh, we were last there. And, and, and Hawaii sports fans, what we did then was we went to Chicago and saw a game. where the, the, the Cubs won the World Series that year. So we saw them play the Giants at Wrigley. That was amazing. Went to Chicago, ate a bunch of food. Um, I'm wait. This, the NFL schedule does not come out until around the draft area, so it's so long from now. But I'm really hoping we're gonna do a Detroit Lions game or a game around there, maybe a Bears. So, um, keep that in mind. If you come to hisportsfans.com, you come with us. Uh, I plan on doing a, a major league baseball game too. So, we're, we, we always cram in a lot of uh, fun, adventurous things to do, especially for people like us, local people growing up on the island that always just wanted to do all these crazy and fun things. So, that's gonna be great. And hopefully some of these players will be on the field as well. Uh, HISportsfans.com. Check us out. We're going to have all the UH tours. We also have our Super Bowl tour up right now. HISportsfans.com slash NFL tours. All our NFL tours, including SoFi Stadium, uh, the home of the Rams, who will be playing in the Super Bowl. Uh, but we're going to talk about Hawaii and their, their new um, outlook. Uh, obviously, the Todd Graham era is now over and the Timmy Chang era begins. Uh, but today, uh, we're... we're, we're recording this on Wednesday, February 2nd. So uh, it was this morning that National Signing Day. We had the traditional National Signing Day where kids get up really early on that one Wednesday, first Wednesday in February. That's that's always been the day um, for prospective student athletes. So very exciting day um, for kids all across the country uh, and kids from Hawaii uh, for sure. But we're talking about the kids who are signing with Hawaii and we had some kids all across the board, even Lawrence, Kansas, but that was Noah Kemma. So uh, that's just a local boy who was in Kansas. But uh, to me, uh, you know, I'm not sure. I don't know how many recruits we just held on to from the Graham area era that we just held our commitment toward. Um, but I think that it's, um, you know, it's fair to say that this is a, a, a great class, whether it was Coach Chang, whether it was, you know, Coach Yoro and, uh, the coaches who had to kind of hold the fort down while the transition Coach was Abe. being made, Coach mm -hmm. Abe, um, you know, they did a pretty good job at being able to solidify 
um, these kids and, and bring them in. Um, but uh, some some big names, obviously, I'm just going to go over some of the names. Wyndon Hohuli, um, you know, he's somebody who, also from Mililani. So we like all the Mililani kids, obviously, on the show. Uh, but, you know, he's a big name because he came out of, you know, out of high school as one of the best linebackers in the whole country. Um, he was like top 10 inside linebacker. Uh, went to right. Milani High School, and um, he didn't have his senior season, right, because he because mm-hmm. of the 2020. So that kind of messed him up. But we know he's super talented. Um, his dad was Watson Hohuli, who also played mm-hmm. for UH, and mm-hmm. I went to Kamehameha with Watson. And his grandma, Hoku Huli, I have to shout out her. She's one of my favorite people at Kamehameha on the campus. So um, I'm excited for her that she gets to see her grandson play. Um, but we're excited to have him as well. He went to University of Nebraska for one season, um, but that's one of the big names, obviously. And um, another one we see on here, Malaki Te'o, who um, just came from modern day, the number one team in the country. Um, that's exciting. And a guy who you know grew up in La'ie. So that's what we need, right? Bringing those kids, because that's the reverse thing, right? It's like kids who will grow up on the island. Yes, we all do. We, like us who grow up on the island, right? You, a lot of us have that desire to just go away, especially when it comes to college. So mm-hmm. that's the big thing is like getting those kids who want to come home, who are miss the island, who know the mainland enough. They did the mainland already, but now they're like time to come home. So um, this is, this is perfect. And I think that's going to help for all those kids in high school that went to the mainland. They might look at UH more seriously now because it's like, well, uh, you know, it, it would be great to be at home and play. So um, just a lot of excitement. But any names that uh, for you, Sean, that that just or anything that jumps out the most to you after today? Just whole Hooli getting him like he's a gem. And you can't tell me that Timmy Chang being the head coach had nothing to do with that. That's mm-hmm. yeah. that's the number one reason why we got him. Mm-hmm. His dad mm-hmm. played with Timmy. So and, you know, he went to Milani High School yeah. and. And that relationship, you know, Timmy being the offensive coordinator at, at Milani High School. So you can just see these these things at play and the relationship and the trust, you know, about why why it was time for him to come home. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't I don't think if Timmy was the guy, I don't think he would have came back. So I, I'm really excited about him. He can he can step right in. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really like what he said on his interview too, how you know, playing in Nebraska, he's been in a stadium where almost 100,000 fans, but he said for him, nothing matters more Mm -hmm. than playing in front of his family. And that's what, I mean, obviously we don't have a stadium, we don't have facilities, we don't have money, but that's the selling point. You play in front of your family, you know? So that's, that's good that, um, that was Timmy's Timmy's selling point. So, and I like what Timmy said. Of course, we lost a lot of uh, good talent to the mainland, but he said, if any of those boys want to come home, we're going to welcome you back with open arms, man. Yeah. Open arms. You know, all, all those guys leaving gives tremendous opportunity and a selling point is like, you can come in here and start right away. Exactly. So, so that is a selling point. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like I always tell people, you you rather be fit string playing for a power five school like LSU, USC, whatever, or you want to come play for UH and beat a damn 
big man on campus. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, hmm. And still have and still have great NFL prospects. It's like, yeah, it's so funny. That's so crazy is that people think they need to go to par five. It's like Tyreek Hill, the best players in the NFL. I mean, even the NFL has is littered with players who dominated at non power five, even non division one school. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup, yes. So Cooper one Cup. of Cooper Cup's old coaches now we're gonna have on the staff. We're gonna talk about that as well. But Cooper Cup, you know, when you look at some of these um, these athletes on here, it's pretty. It's it's great to see you know the some of the West Coast JUCO connection. I love the JUCO kids. In my opinion, like when we grew up, I felt like Bob Wagner hit JUCO hard, and I'm I was always good with that because we like you said when you guys can step in right away. It's like. At our level, we need to stay relevant year after year. It's a battle to stay. We don't have time to. And that's the, that's the thing that's been hurting our program. It's like, here we go again. Norm Chow. Blah. Finally got Rolo. And we're finally kind of on an upswing. Yep. And even with Rolo's upswing, it's not like our program was flourishing. We were still losing fans. But then once he was gone, up oh, here we go again. And then Todd Graham, obviously. So that's what I'm saying. It's the, it's the ebbs and flows of this program are so extreme and are so frequent that it's like we have to stay relevant in a way that is not just winning, which is important, but in the public eye in some way. So obviously having local kids, keeping that local interest, having Timmy Chang as coach immediately is going to make people interested in, in just, um, you know, at least feeling comfortable associating themselves with the program if the program is being, uh, you know, led by someone that is local. So that helps. Uh, but this is nice. So this is great. We see it. There's two tight ends. So that's the funny thing. Two I'll tight ends. <laughs> one of them You're is from, be running two tight end sets. <laughs> one of them is from Texas and one of them is from Missouri. So uh, I, I just think that's that's kind of interesting and funny. You know, like I, I have a lot of respect for the, Nev- the Nevada offense. And, um, you know, I think Timmy's really proud of what they did at Nevada. And I, he was tweeting out some of his Romeo dubs and all those people that he helped to um, NFL prospects that he helped to uh, guide at, at, at Nevada and in Reno. So I think he does want to bring some of those elements because even uh, Rolo brought some of that back, right. From Nevada. When he came back, he brought some of his Chris Alt stuff. He brought some pistol. Mm -hmm. I would love to go back to shotgun, but um, you know, we could run under center a lot more now. I don't know, but I think that that is kind of exciting and tight ends are very deceiving, right? I mean, they, when used uh, the way that are used, especially in the NFL, right? It's like jumbo package. You never know, right? <laughs> so, you know, I'm excited for it. I just think it's obviously it goes away from the traditional run and shoot that we talked about. But hey. at the same time, you know, the offensive coordinator who we're going to talk about soon um, mentioned that there's no name for his offense. It's run and shoot principles. This is the, way, the only thing that I'm cringy about him saying that is this exactly. Yeah, that's what Todd Graham said. Yeah, that's exactly what Graham said. So I'm like, bro, get 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 at least some identity so we can feel a little bit more comfortable because I don't want to hear this. I don't really have a name for it, but it's like, okay, so we don't know. Score points, and you know, if it's just called the point scoring offense, whatever, I don't care. I'll go with it. But at the same time, like we're starting to see that positions like tight end, right? Like Coach Shoji, Dave Shoji tweeted out, "We're going to have a tight end now." So it always is one of those positions that. Um, triggers people because we're like, okay, um, this has very rarely been successful with us. But I, I, I honestly, where Timmy has come from with Nevada and just the kind of what they're running up there, I, I'm, I'm comfortable with seeing a tight end in the package and him being able to, to use it effectively. I, I would love to go. I mean, 
I would love to go back to just our traditional June Jones, you know, mm. what we had. Yeah. I mean, I personally would just spread them out four that. wide. Yeah. Four wide, get some mm-hmm. quick slots. Yeah, just having slot, slots right? like we need three yards. There are two slots that are gonna ride yep. like slants. Just like hit one of them. And... Yeah, I mean yeah. like we were just <laughs> moving down the field like Jared mm-hmm. Welch. Like I, especially when we're seeing Chang's era and seeing all these local players that were on like seeing Jared Welch and Chad Owens and all these guys that were like Tafiti Uso or whatever who else was playing on that team. It's right. like these are people that are local kids. So I could see Timmy wanting to bring that back too, which is exciting, which is very exciting because we. That is really what's going to help to inspire local people to 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 want to be interested again. Um, that guy Cameron Cooper from that quarterback, he he did Washington keep signing. State. So six five, I mean, that's pretty big. Six five two fifteen. If he is a true six five, I mean, that's pretty good. Lefty from Washington too. State. Yeah, and lefty. I mean, yeah. wow, that's who was the last lefty? Greg Alexander was he? Schroeder. Schroeder. Oh, Schroeder. Oh, Schroeder. Sean Schroeder. Sean Schroeder. So I mean, we we um. You know, there are some exciting. He was apparently one of the ranked by ESPN when he was in high school. So, um, like I said, a, a guy that, you know, had had eyeballs on him. I mean, we, we don't know. It's like, who did we have from Ohio State that came to Hawaii and was supposed to be one of the best quarterbacks oh, ever? That was, oh, Graham. Oh, Taylor Graham. Yeah, Taylor Graham. Another Graham. <laughs> Another Graham. That's funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. But I mean, like, so you never know. And that's the thing, like, we want to be fair to him. And we're excited for Timmy. Let's, let's be obvious. Like, we're, we're, we are overly excited because it's Timmy Chang. That's, let's be true. Because we want to see him succeed. We all do. Because he's freaking one of us. He's a local boy. And he's made a name for himself. And we want to see him successful at the coaching ranks. So that's why we're all excited. But it's easier said than done, obviously. And, and this is only beginning. But uh, Coach Chang has also been assembling his staff. He you know, he brought some guys along with him that you can tell were his boys at the other place. You know how mm-hmm. boys stick together. And he's like, okay, if I get my job, okay, you guys coming with me. Yeah. So he had his the Holly kid that was, help, was helping him. I don't know what his name is, Sheffield, I guess. Mm-hmm. He was like, mm-hmm. he's like three positions. Man. Yeah. And then he has another guy that he brought in for the quality control to be like his his right, his uh, his assistant. But you know, I I like the picks. I like I like that he feels confident with the people around him. Like I feel like he he doesn't he doesn't feel less confident um, in terms of like who his picks are. Uh, he did keep Coach Yaro and Coach Abe Elaminian uh, Elaminian, uh, but that is um, you know good for the continuity, continuity. obviously. Yeah. But also bringing these are guys that are still program guys, UH guys. But he did keep Coach Cook, I guess Cody, Cody Cook. So I wasn't he like the associate head coach. So he's not going to have that title next year again because I think Sheffield is yeah. going to be that guy. But um, I'm super excited. I mean, Chris Brown, obviously, seeing that guy back on the sidelines. I mean that that guy should get everyone excited. Um, oh I my mean, god, he's such he a great ripped. player. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. also just scary. So, you know, I mean, I'm sure he's going to intimidate <laughs> a lot of boys coming into. And that's what I said. That's, that's exciting. And and Chris Brown from Waianae, I mean, like, a guy who made his name. I mean, a guy mm-hmm. who went to the mainland, too, and and, and and taught and coached up there. So this is a guy with a, a different background. These are not the same Chris Brown, Timmy Chang that we knew from, or Abe Elaminian, or Jacob Euro from back then. These are all, like, adult men who have now, you know, made connections on the real world and are starting to bring those connections together. And that's important. And, you know, that's, that's why I said, look at our administration. We have guys who have never been worked out of UH who are our top administrators. 
How are you going to get the best around the world? How are you going to know what the <laughs> trends are if you've never left Hawaii? I mean, this is the truth. We talk about right, it in coaching. Right. So we need to apply the same principles to everywhere. And our administration is very weak when it comes to experience nationally. And that's why we have a, a lot of time with hard time with promos or, or having any kind of, you know, any kind of innovation with our program is because these guys simply have nothing to pull from. It's important to go around. Timmy Chang literally went from across the country. Yeah. He went also, all the way back east. You know, so yeah. he went east coast. He went to, he went like, to the Canada. east, yeah, historically black He played college. in Canada. So, I mean, Jackson like, State. Jackson State, yes. He went to HBCU. Like, this guy picked up a yeah. lot of perspective along the way. Um, that's why his accent is a little confusing right now. But I'm sure <laughs> we'll, I'm sure we'll pigeonify it a little bit, um, you know, eventually. But that is exciting. And I think that is um, – you know, something that will give Timmy that, that respect that uh, a lot of people in the coaching ranks, because let's face it. I mean, he's, he has no coaching head coach experience. He's going to be, you know, coaching on sidelines against guys who have been coaching longer than he's been alive for. And he's going to have to out game them. And that's not an easy test. Like, it's a, yeah, that's a steep not learning curve. Not at all. So <clears throat> That's what I'm talking about <clears throat> in game too. In game yeah. is what I'm, is what I'm kind of worried about because there's a lot of decision-making that, that needs to be done by the head coach in, in different situations. And that is just something that he doesn't have experience with period. Well, yeah. And it's like, he's going from position coach to head coach. Yeah. And you usually yeah. get time as an OC and he's, he has been an OC, but not at, at this level. Yeah. So you gotta, you gotta it, call timeouts. A, I mean, as head coach, you yeah. gotta talk to the refs. You gotta be the one called timeouts. You gotta be the one to decide you're going to go for two you got to be like, there are a lot of in-game situational things that Coach Jimmy Chang will have to do. And so that's why I was looking forward to seeing who we bring on as his offensive coordinator. And um, we do. We have um, Shoemaker. What's his first name? I forget his first Ian. name. Ian. Ian. Ian Shoemaker. Ian Shoemaker is now the uh, so former Eastern Washington um, he was let go two games into the last season that he was at Eastern Washington, uh, which is, you know, whatever he said, he, he brushed it off to like philosophical differences or something like it was time for him to move on. Um, but that, yeah. that shouldn't say anything. You know, that, that, that's not a, not saying that's necessarily a red mark, but it's not like we were pulling him away from a program that was like using him. He literally had been resigned from them. Um, that's not to say he doesn't come with a lot of knowledge. Uh, and a, and a, an ability. Tim, Timmy's never worked with him. I know. Before, that's though, Timmy right? doesn't even know him. He said. Yikes. So that that yeah. was. Uh, <laughs> that's when I was like, oh, I. And I know he saved offense, right? Like he had his defensive guys in mind. You know, I mean, he was already nailing them. And I think probably those are the guys that you know Matlin was like okay with, right? He had to go through his checklist of people that he could, whatever. But. On offense, you know he wanted um, to make a splash with his OC. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to complain about what we have now compared to what we had last year. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's Bo Graham coming back as our OC. That was that was like the joke, right? That he was going to yeah. retain the whole yeah. staff. So you know, and at the same time, though, we we don't we we also don't know what we're getting. We we don't like Timmy doesn't even know. He's just knows that he's been successful. But so that's I'm saying. That's Eastern what I'm saying, Washington. like, Sean, we haven't played a game yet. So before you jump on the whole, like, we're like, I'm, I'm happy where we are, but don't fall into the fallacy of like, oh, everything's better. Everything's better. Like we haven't played a game yet. We haven't even, yeah, we haven't even had practice yet. Like a real practice or even no, we, set up no, anything we, yet. 
we might get our you know, own no that's what i'm saying like i mean we need to be <laughs> honest we we can't be like you know at least, at least bo at least had a year after his belt i would have hoped he would get better he somehow finally f- tried to figure it out i i would not want bo graham anyway. he shouldn't have ever mm-hmm. ever ever been our offensive quarter in the first place that's the problem with that so we're yeah. not even going to go there he ran the ball four times at unlv in the fourth oh, quarter in the fourth no quarter yeah down so, by a touchdown so we're not right. going to go there but at the same time guy. like um i mean what were you expecting shane what who are your some of your thoughts for offensive coordinator um yeah anybody but bo that's for sure <laughs> but i, I was kind of happy with shoemaker and I, I was reading up on him and it doesn't but who did you have but this is a question sense. this is a question i'm asking who did both i of you have guys. In mind, because you guys, none of you had Ian Shoemaker in mind. Let's June Jones. June Jones. Yeah. I mean, so I, I let's really be honest. Be yeah. Okay. So that's why. That's what I'm asking you guys for. And that's why we need to be honest, because nobody here was like Ian Shoemaker was my first choice. Like, yeah. Let's be realistic. We're not. This is not a raw raw show. That's why we we we're not being raw raw. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna be it's real. We don't know who Ian Shoemaker is. Obviously, we want to be excited. He put up a lot of points. He had guys. Mm-hmm. And a program yeah. that does so, like that's 40, but, forty-two points and five hundred forty yards a game. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's and, nothing to sneeze and at. And it's a it's a weird story behind him because when he resigned, they were on a seven-game winning streak. Right. He resigned after they lost two games in a row by a combined four points. So I'm like, hmm, this is not yeah. So that sense. that makes me a little bit more nervous, actually, that you brought that yeah. up, Shane. Because that yeah. I'd actually be happier with him getting fired because maybe it's it stopped working. Because at least we yeah. know. But now I'm like, yeah, that's weird. So that's that's <laughs> another reason that there's some shade behind this where I'm like, red flag. Why are you available? <laughs> Let's be honest. It's why is, why, why is Rich Hill available if he was the greatest coach in San Diego history of baseball? Well, he that was we made him out eighteen years. But why? Oh. So why was he available? Nobody else. Exactly. So ask yourself, why are these people available? Like that's and that's 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 a fair question. That Timmy Chang literally could have hired anybody. He could have hired. I, I honestly, I thought it would have been like Jason Gesser or something. That's literally who mm. I thought he would have went because mm. I thought he would have went somewhere where similar to him, St. Louis style, played college, basic played pros, knows local, a lot of local people, boy is a local yeah. boy. So this to me, this pick was out of the ordinary, and it's a it's and it, it's a risk if you don't know them, especially if you don't know them. When he said he didn't know him, yeah. I was like, oh, I don't that's, know. That's a big. That's a that's like one of your main. It's things. the most important because like, especially- it's literally in Hawaii the one assistant job that everybody knows he's who the, is he's the, the coordinator. He's the QB coach too, right? So that's yeah. nothing to. Nothing to so, sneeze at. I know. I think Timmy is going to help a lot. Yeah, Timmy is going to be QB coach, and Timmy's going to. It's. I think Timmy is going to help. So I just like Shane said. Like it seems weird that he left. He was doing well. Why are you leaving? Mm. So I. That's and that's like Bo. It's like he shouldn't have been hired because brother slept with a co. Like we know why <laughs> he shouldn't have been hired. So like I, I'm saying, like are we are we going to wait for something to come out like later on? Um, I don't know, but oh, at the so same you're time, for the other shoe to drop. Oh no, I'm just wondering what we, we don't know. Like you said, we don't know everything. You guys brought that up earlier, okay. so not everything is gonna be rosy, and not everything is gonna be what it looks like. But Timmy, like what we're saying is, Timmy is a very uphill climb. I we're impressed with what he's doing. We're not 
this I mean, this is for me. I don't think I don't think we can our our win schedule. I don't think our win total to me has gotten higher than I thought it was going to be before he made any of the hires because yeah, it's such an uphill battle. We lost so many. He players. lost so much. Well, and I think that's the the reason why June, bringing June in would have been a better. Yeah, well, one of my fix. friends told me like. Oh, what if you, do you think Timmy can get eight wins his first year? I was like, Oh, eight, hell no. Eight I wins. I was like, three. if you think that's a standard, then no. I'm sorry, don't watch UH football. And that's the problem because that will be people's standard. Yeah. That will be I'm people's thinking more, standard. more around like three. And if they turn on yeah. him, what's the yeah. point on turning on our own local boy? Well, that, that's, that's the why, thing like, that's they, messed up. If they had brought in June, June would have yep. been able to yep. handle the, the exactly. three and 11 season. Exactly. Or three, three and three 10 and 10, season. whatever. Yeah. Yeah, three and ten better than having Timmy yeah. fresh out the gate and just have that stain on his yeah. his so his we're, we're hoping that doesn't happen. That, but if people have such that high expectations, that's hard. Oh yeah, for UH to give him the contract that he needs to get a bowl game in the first two years to get the, the fifth year, it's like that tells me they're looking for a quick fix when this is this is a long term yeah. rebuild. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes. and I felt like if. UH was really interested in building the program. They would have given him the extension if he had gotten them to a bowl game in year three or four. But, yeah. you yeah. know, UH did what they did. So, <laughs> whatever. But I, I do think uh, Matlin is trying to replicate what he did with Rolo with this Timmy Chang hire. He's oh, definitely. Going back to that. Yeah. Going back he, to that. He's, he's trying to go back to that. And I remember, but at that time, you know, Rolo was more seasoned for sure and rollo yeah absolutely rollo definitely and it's funny rollo was younger rollo when rollo got the job in 2016 mm-hmm. rollo was like 36 i guess mm-hmm. i think he was born in 1980 or 35 right he was young so rollo was not rollo was younger than i mean timmy chang is 40 mm-hmm. but that there is a difference that we know we can see and it's no, I think, and Timmy, you know, Timmy is like going to be seen as like a man boy, like a lot of us are, like I'm seen as I'm, I'm basically Timmy Chang's age, but people think I'm a kid, but like, that's kind of the perception of local kids too. Like that's who you are. And that, that's hard for Timmy too. Cause he's going to, he has to shed that. Like, you know, people are already like, Oh, is he still Timmy? Like, Oh gosh, I don't even want right. to get into Should that. Should we be calling like, him come, Tim come. instead of Timmy? Cause Timmy is a little you know, I mean, like, there are, there are, we know people have done that, you know, change their name. So like, get, and, and I mean, like, so that's something that, you know, cause Rolo came in kind of gray already. Like he was 35, but he was like a man. So there was a difference. And I don't think, I, I don't think like Timmy Chang. I also less, think yeah. Rolo's more charismatic. Yeah. I, yeah. He's kind of, well, Rolo yeah. had more practice in front of the camera and Rolo was more of a hand. Yeah. Rolo is much more of a hand. Right. Like Timmy is definitely picking up on that. He's getting into the social media thing, but Rolo liked dressing up. Rolo liked playing pranks. Rolo liked doing things that got attention. So that's different. He's, too, he's insane in a good way. Yeah, no, no. We like that. I mean, Except all the, when w, it comes to COVID. the wrestling thing. And, <laughs> no. So, I mean, I hope that Timmy can bring a lot of what Rolo did, but Rolo also got in over his head in the beginning too. Remember when he was like, going for it on fourth down. Maybe he was like trying to be the Maverick and he was like, I'm a gunslinger. And then we went for it on like fourth, like uh, when we played UMass that game, we went for it on fourth down. Like every, every time we had fourth down, I think it was yeah. like fourth and one. Oh, well let's go for fourth and two, fourth and three. Let's go. Like 
and I, it's not that easy. And that's the thing. It's like, you can go into a thing with philosophy into a game, but with all the moving parts and all the variables that are thrown at you, you better have experience with dealing with those elements because some of these old men that are just grumpy old men that hate saber metrics and they don't want to modernize. Those are the guys that when the game comes on the line, though, they want to be making those decisions because that's what they're into. So I'm hoping, you know, Timmy is like that as well. Like he's excited. And I think he is. I think he's excited for the challenge. But I don't know. In my impression, I don't I don't know if this is fair or not, but I I, I was hoping to see more even more veteran, I don't know, gray on this. It's like that kind of veteran feel in the leadership. And I think, you know, June would have been good. I don't think June was going to make coordinator. up for him being so green. Yeah. I mean, cause like, yeah. I think that's why even Matlin agreed prior that it was good to have a mentor for that situation. It's just like Matlin had his version of what he wanted to see a mentorship situation. And there was either, you know, what June, who was the only guy that could have worked in this mentorship situation, and he said yeah. he would have stepped out or would have been allowed to get fired too. We could have fired him after year two. They could have just fired him after year two. I mean, that's what Matlin right. could have done technically is hire right. him and just on four years and fired him. And June said that you can put that in the contract. I wouldn't, you wouldn't have to buy me out. So, right. you know, that, that is the thing that I think June, even though I, I think June Jones likes attention. I think he likes, I think he's like a lot of these guys. They love being on TV, like talk. Like these coaches also like the attention that comes with the, like, I, I don't think that's unfair to say. I, I know a lot of people in who've been in the public eye for a long time. They, they, they like that, that spot as well. And I think it's fair to say June liked that as well. But I, I also know that he had other motives in terms of wanting to see this program back to where it was. That was the challenge more than June Jones. Cause I, you know, Meisen's all brought that up, and a lot of people brought that up. Like June Jones cares about himself; he's about elevating himself, and they're not wrong. I've seen instances of that in June Jones' career, where and June Jones is about himself and elevating himself and making himself look better. We know this. The problem is, right now, we could deal with that. I, I don't even think June's that person anymore. But the right. fact is, we needed that, you know. But you know, that's the thing is like that instant, um, like you said, Sean. Um, credibility in terms of like this is somebody who can be trusted um so i don't know as as timmy chang been earning our trust i think he's been making good decisions like I, and of course nady lawa being added i think we are trusting him because we know that, that he 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 knows he he knows that it's important to have alums and culture um so that is already winning us over but we still haven't even gotten to the field we still haven't gotten to spring camp yet so you know, the jury's going to be out for a little while, but, um, you know, overall, uh, Sean, you like to do your report card. So what is your, what is your report card so far, uh, for Timmy Chang when it comes to coaching hires, what are you going to give him coaching hires? I give him a solid B. Okay. That's good. Yeah. What about, uh, recruiting? Uh, he was really behind the eight ball. So I give him, I, I give him a B again. Okay. What about branding our program? A minus. Yeah, I think he's doing pretty good too. I agree. Yeah. yeah. What like about... Hawaii, Hawaii football feels yeah. like Hawaii football. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it just yeah. it feels it feels more authentic and it's yeah. it's more of the things that Hawaii fans want and want to see. So and they'll they'll come back for that. So yeah. I mean even the if more we get we to that. You know, no, and that's <laughs> the thing. Like that's the thing I want people to be patient with Timmy, first of all. Yeah. Make our 
come to our games and have fun and make sure and, and put the pressure on administration to, to give us a good time when we're there because it cannot be about Timmy winning the games. That's super right. unfair to him. You I'm going to be, I'm gonna be behind Timmy Chang. Yes. If, you know, if Timmy is the same way, if he's humble and he does, which I guarantee he will be, if he's humble in defeat, if he's showing that he's improving, if he's showing that he can make moves, I'm going to be behind Timmy a thousand percent, even if he's 0 and 12. I will st- I'll still be behind Timmy oh, next gosh. year because that's how difficult of a situation it is for him next year. It's that he hard. He can beat Western Kentucky, right? Oh, I hope so. Uh, you know, like uh, New Mexico State, like you know, right. these are you know, like I mean, <laughs> these 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 aren't these are programs that we were only like marginally better than. That's I mean, New Mexico State they could have beat us at their place and they could have beat us at home. I mean, we were I think we we're better than them, but. It's like, yeah. as I'm saying, a few things here and there, and we could lose to these teams. So people need to be patient, and people need to stop thinking that everything's going to change overnight. But um, I think that it's fair to stay on our administration to continue to grow our program in a way that is positive, even if Timmy, because putting things on his shoulders, which I think Madeline is trying to do, not only control him, but be like, deflect the 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 attention to Timmy. Like, well, let this is the hire now, so... This is the guy. We're good. I'm going to go back to my office and everything is good now when it's not. Um, but that's what we're being fed right now. Like just watch Timmy and force feed him. And here comes the lion dancers and here they're dancing around Timmy. Like it's a good show. It was a good way to, it was a perfect time for Timmy to be introduced, but that's a part of just the, the, the deflection and, and the, you know, well, Matt Lynn wants beginning. to learn from Timmy. Oh and, yeah. I know. When he said that right. in this thing, I was like, okay. Oh my gosh. I think I can learn things from him too. I was like, dude, who writes these guys' speeches, honestly? But you know, it's this is that's that's the issue. It's like lack of lack of um, you know, trustworthy leadership, at least that we have at UH. And that's why it's hard for us to see, you know, a lot of the positives because we need to ensure that our coaches have the support hundred percent, whoever they are. And that would include, and for my opinion bringing fans back and seeing how important like Timmy talked about wanting to see the fans pack the place. He's not out there marketing. He can only do what he can do. And he's doing it like he's brotherhood, everything else, but he needs to, right. he needs to be able to trust that his department has his back. Like they're trying to get people in the stands. They're trying to get people to support him. So are they though? I don't know. That's the thing. Are they? I don't know. I don't know. And I, you know, I, I think that's why we need to give this time. So I'm excited for what we have so far. Um, I'm excited for some of the names that we have on our roster, but that can only go so far, right? We're still in the honeymoon phase. So we're still in that phase where everyone's like, is, this is amazing. We have, we don't have Graham anymore. happy during this, yeah. this time. Is there, has there ever been a year where like, Oh man, we had a crappy recruiting class. Have, have you guys ever felt that way? No. Yeah, I felt that way during like some of Rolo when we only had like a few guys on the recruiting. I was like, okay. Oh. I think his second year he didn't have anybody <laughs> from Hawaii. There was one year he didn't have any locals. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was the second year. And that was Rolo. So I'm not saying like yeah. and Rolo knows how important local recruiting is too. So that could that's be an also anomaly. the year he went he only won <laughs> yeah, three yeah, games. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> that a lot has to happen. A lot, a lot, and, and like both Rolo and Timmy had the benefit of, or both Rolo and Norm and June and Greg McMacken in their first years had the benefit of all the best players sticking around. And literally, Timmy yeah. Chang doesn't even have that. He, his cupboard is bare. 
I mean, yeah. so people need to be patient and people need to be honest. And we need to stop as fans being like, you know, our team is going to win. Like, little bit. like we need to be like, hey, come to our games because be supporting, supporting yeah. our team is important. If you are a local person so being from Hawaii, that's why supporting Hawaii football is important mm-hmm. um, because it's crazy. Like we're not going to pull people away from the NFL. You know, we're not going to pull people away from high school. You just need to add them. You want to say, add this to your life, add Hawaii football to your life, like add caring about Hawaii football to your life, because at least that will, you know, bring some attention and exposure back to our program, which is beneficial, you know, but um, expecting Timmy to win, like my friend said, eight games. This is my friend who was a former um, public servant in Hawaii, put it that way. So he knows all the politicians. He knows what, how, what Hawaii football is like. And he still has allowed Hawaii football to get distant from him. He doesn't know who we are recruiting. He went to college on the mainland, the same college that a lot of our lawmakers went to on the mainland and the football team, they care about more. If you know what I'm talking about in California. Um, but I'm saying like, these guys are not UH guys at their core too. We're UH mm. guys at our core, but these guys are not UH guys at their core at least college. So that's going to be the thing is like getting people to want to care more and, and to give us more money. Cause that's, what's going to be necessary for Timmy for sure. But more than that, he needs competence. So when people are like, we need to donate this or we need to, set up like a fund for this. Like we also just need to ensure that the money is going to be spent on initiatives that are going to improve our program and improve, you know, fan support. And I think that once fan support is important again, I don't think it is, but I don't, I don't feel like fan support is important because like, Mm -hmm. like, like Sean, like Shane was saying in the first part one, when, when Shane said like, you need to see it from our perspective, like you need to get into our shoes for once. Like, I don't think any of them have ever tried that empathy walk where it's like, what would it like to be a fan of this team constantly paying this and then paying these extra fees and never knowing whether we're going to, you know, have anything come back to us, any kind of return. Like, and I think if Hawaii people realized how much they really sac- I mean, Hawaii has some, has a pretty weak fan base in a lot of ways, but it has some Uber loyal people like us, but also like people that are like older, only know UH, like, man, they, they should be getting more for their buck. Like, I feel bad for them. Like, they just don't know. Like, they all they have is UH. So we need to keep the, the pressure on them, and we need to be able to take back what, what we have as local people, a strong mm-hmm. program that everybody wants to watch, that everybody's mm-hmm. going to be excited about when we get into the new stadium. But, you know, looking forward now, Shane, uh, we have a, a new coach. We finally have no Graham. We have some other <laughs> issues. But, you know, what, what for you is sticks out as what – makes you most excited at least about the prospects of uh um just moving forward man like like sean said it's starting to feel like hawaii football again Mm. and just with the that quote that chris brown said the other week that we're gonna defend our stadium as if we were defending iolani palace (laughs) i love that i heard that that. and i was like it just still gives me chicken skin and it's like who wouldn't want to run through a freaking brick wall if your coach told you that, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, I'm happy with the hires. I'm happy that we're getting alumni involved. Um, but, yeah, like you said, it's it's we're still in the fantasy stages. I've always been excited whenever we had new coaches. I was happy. Oh, for with, sure, yes. I was excited when Von Appen got hired, and that's how I – became Lao Lao head, you know, because I bought the Lao Lao head. <laughs> so 
it's like you said, we have to be patient. It's a wait and see game. And um, I'm, as far as recruit wise, I've never been a big, um, cause like, you know how people are so into the NFL draft, for example, I've never been a big draft kind of guy mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I don't care if you're first round or sixth round, you gotta, whatever yeah. you do on the field is going to matter. Yeah. And like how we talked about Taylor Graham, you remember Max Wittick yeah. and all these super hype yeah. guys that we yeah. thought was going to save the program and hold, oh, they were horrible. Yeah. So mm. I just, I, I can't wait to see what's going to happen. I can't wait till spring ball to start. And it's also funny because um, uh, Timmy was asked if the public yeah. the practices <laughs> are going to be open for the public. He goes, yeah, why is that a new thing? Uh, so I was like, oh, that's classic. I literally, oh. thought, I literally thought of that when you said <laughs> you're excited for spring. And I was like, oh, my God, we can watch now. That'll be I nice. Know. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So, like I said, it's it's good that. The, it's starting to feel like the fans can get more involved again. And I just hope that they find a way to bring tailgating back because I know for a fact that if they find a way to bring tailgating back, the fan fan attendance is going to increase. I guarantee it. Mm. I guarantee it. So, yeah. Well, yeah. So we'll see. Needs to fig- figure out yeah, it, it, tailgate's it's not, not coming back for a long yeah. time. I hate yeah, that. the new stadium. So <laughs> that's why that's why we need out. other things to bring. I, I, I agree. Like, we Food need trucks. to have tailgating. But no, I mean, like, that. no, that's a good point because tailgating is not only important to people, it's a part of the culture of Hawaii football. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. the thing that we Ooh. lost that when we left the when we left the stadium, people have to stop acting like nothing. It's a freaking traumatic event. We literally lost the stadium. <laughs> Exactly. We're watching. We're watching highlights of Timmy Chang throw Whoa. in a huge pack stadium, and we're like, "Oh yeah, that's the same team." No, we're not. This is a different program. It plays yeah. in a glorified high school. Not even. I'm not even saying there's saw high schools that are better than TC Ching. So Absolutely. it plays at TC Ching. So let's stop thinking that just because it exists still that we exist the mm-hmm. same way. No, no stadium, no traditions, yep. no tailgating. It is different. So that's how I mean we. Just- just like what, uh, following your friend, uh, the football tour guy, he's toasting his 20 best pictures of the FCS stadiums. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, even these Division <laughs> Two stadiums are amazing. Like, wow, beautiful. Yeah, it's FCS. Like, oh, Not Division man. Two, but yes, FCS, FCS. Yeah, yeah. it's like, oh, and we – so, yeah. yeah, one day, one no, day. No, we can grow that with Timmy if people are patient. But we're going to need new mm-hmm. leadership, too. I don't think our current leadership has that vision. Because the vision that you have, Shane, is informed by being a fan of this program and knowing the culture and traditions. But if you don't understand that tailgating is important, to me, it's so obvious. Like, there's so much big green area around UH anyways and at UH Lab and on campus. So hopefully they can. But like you said, that's on them, too. They can figure it out a way to make it happen then they can do it. If they don't want, if they don't think it's important, then they yeah, don't think it's, it's important. important. Yes. Mm-hmm. What about you, Sean? Uh, I, I think Timmy's done a great job since he's gotten the job. Um, I'm, I, I'm really looking forward to, to next season. Like I, my expectations aren't high, but like I'm, I'm invested. Like I, I put down for season mm-hmm. tickets. I put down for, for Michigan. So yeah. Hell you yeah. Know, I'm, I'm like, I'm, 
I'm ready to to see see this team. I'm just yeah, I just don't think you can expect yeah. that much. I'm just happy that it's it's looking and feeling like Hawaii football. So that's what I'm happy about. I echo both of you, like just the brotherhood, hashtag ekomomai. Yeah. Uh, I love that. Yeah. Um like these are small things that and this is what we brought up with the gram. And that's why I want people <laughs> to stop thinking that if we were complaining during the gram area and that we were just nitpicking about cultural issues, no, we weren't. Because this is exactly why we are already comfortable with Coach Timmy Chang, because he gets cultural references, because he proactively uses cultural references. And that is the difference between trusting, you know, Coach Graham and trusting Timmy. Regardless, and like I said, we're going to still give Timmy time. He needs to be able to develop um, because he has a big task against him. First game against the SEC team um, at Vanderbilt at, at home. And we hope he can be there. Um, definitely. I know UH is still taking season ticket deposits. Um, I, I know they still have a lot of seats available. Um, <laughs> uh, so go and do it. I mean, I've been a season ticket holder for a, a long thousand. time. So I, I know what it's like to be a season ticket holder and I'm a season ticket holder of men's volleyball too. And I'm, I barely go to any of the games. I just, because I know that it's important to be a season ticket holder and to support this team. So this is why I think people should become season ticket holders as well. Um, donating money is great. Buying season tickets to me is even better. Um, it helps our numbers. It helps. It's also revenue. You can gift it to people. You can, you can do a lot. So that's why having season tickets is important. Well, and I think I wish they would drive that is, more. It's the support. Like that, yeah. you need the support to make things better. Exactly. Yeah. So you need, the, you need the base. You need to build the base. And this is what we're doing. Yeah. That's a critical mass. That's where well, we're at. It was built a long time ago, but it was, it was destroyed. It's been torn there. all yeah, the way down. down. So, and, and that's what we're talking about. But thanks for joining us. Check out hisportsfans.com. Like I said, uh, we got that tour to Michigan. Uh, we're going to, probably do a few more tours next year too i know we're going to play at san jose state we'll probably do that i would love to take a group to new mexico uh back with me again i was in las cruces this past year and i spent some time in el paso i got to go to a fun chihuahuas minor league baseball game uh, there in el paso really fun park and those are the kind of things i love doing when i when i watch uh football on the road is is getting to know the places that i go to and um you know that's the best way that you can go if you're going to go to a place uh, and, and you're kind of apprehensive about it, that's the best thing. That's why we have Hawaii sports fans. You can just pay one deal and do everything. Like, literally, I take care at Hawaii sports fans and we all take care of all of the confusion. Anything you need to worry about, even from parking and driving, you can you can be as drunk as you want on our... Well, don't get too bad, but, <laughs> you know, I can drive you... You know, we, we you have the transportation. Those are things that when you're a sports fan, you know, you have to you have to think about if you're driving and blah, blah, blah. Don't have to worry about that where you're staying, where you're driving, where you're eating, where you're sitting. Literally, somebody who thinks about these things all day, like myself, I put these things together and um, it's been amazing. We're making 10 years... Um, this month next week only yes. 10 years at hawaii sports fans so it's been an amazing ride and i'm just thankful for all of you who have joined me and have supported me and have sent me um, a lot of positive uh, shout outs I'm, I'm super grateful and grateful for these two as well so uh for our brother sean Iman and our shane lao lao head i know this is wayne Quito. mahalo for joining us and we'll see you next Jeez. week Aloha. brotherhood go bows go bows